You're listening to a Mornings with Kelly and Steve podcast. Be sure to check us out every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on Moody Radio. It is Throwback Thursday, so we're going to roll things back into the Old Testament, and that means we need to check in with Rabbi Jeff Adler. That's right. It is time to find out what is happening and what it means that the law of the Lord is perfect. If that rings a bell to you, you get your Bible, open that up to Psalm 19, and we are going to get taught right now by Rabbi Jeff. Hey, good morning to you, Jeff. We're so glad that you can join us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Eric. That's win with no punctuation, right? No <laughs> punctuation. Right. Just no exclamation points, no commas, no nope. quotation marks, nothing. This is not the time just to be extra. Win. Yep, just win. Just vanilla just win. win. That's it. Plain nothing That's else. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, my friend, what has been happening over at Messianic Congregation Sha'arei Yeshua? I know you teach a Bible study in uh, on Tuesday evenings. You're always busy on Shabbat night. And so what's been happening over there before we jump into the law of the Lord? Well, we, we, we've been in our Bible studies, we've been studying Zechariah. And, uh, you know, there, there is, you know, all that stuff is so... The scriptures are so relevant to what's going on in the world, and for people to have 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 the confidence, they they really need to have a sense uh, of a focus on the person of, of the Lord. You know, He just kind of puts everything back in into 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 perspective. Um, there is a there's a there's an Aramaic prayer called the Kaddish, which we say every service that. Um, it's, it, because it's so often said in memoriam, um, people think it's prayer for the dead, but it actually, in the spirit of the 34th Psalm, it says, you know, at all times I will bless him. His praise will continually be in my mouth. Focus on the Lord always gives perspective to life. And so, and the 19th Psalm does that too. How was that transition, huh? Wow, that's, <laughs> that's there you go. You're smooth. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> well, uh, I've got good teachers in Kelly and Steve, <laughs> but you know this is really it talks about the Torah, but it actually is about the person behind the Torah. It's about it's about about the Lord, and it starts off the 19th Psalm starts off talking about um, about the glory of God. You know, one of the first things before God ever gave the scriptures. You know. Romans chapter 1 talks about this. You know, everything begins, uh, God started off, um, you know, people can see the glory of God in the heavens and in the earth, and and so that's the way the psalm begins. He says, the heavens declare. As a matter of fact, the word, the word, the word so far is actually, um, is actually an, an, an accounting word. It says it kind of relates. It gives an account of the glory of, of the Lord, and and the word, the verb occurs in the pl stem, which intensifies the action, uh, the the meaning of the verb. So the sense is that the heavens shout the glory of God, and 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 the the word for glory, we tend to think of glory as being brightness, and certainly that's a part of it, but it actually means to be heavy to have to have of weight 
And so it just says the presence of God, the the impactfulness of God. And so the the heavens declare the glory of God in the sky shows his handiwork or his, his hand actually is the is the, the, the Hebrew. It says day to day they speak, no matter what day you can no matter what time of the day, no matter no matter um what day of the week or time of the year, there's always something available that shows the glory and the power and the majesty of, of God. Uh, last time we were on together, and we talked about the eighth psalm where D- David said, uh, when I consider the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you ordain, manos, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you visit him? And yet, Lord God, that the majesty is so great. And so it says day to day they speak, night to night they reveal, they reveal knowledge, facts. It tells us facts. There is no speech, no words. There's no, where, no, where the voice goes un- unheard. And the voice has gone out to all the earth. And the, and the words to the end of the world, which means that there's, you know, while we, you know, at, at times we wonder what about those who have not heard, um, I think that God, that God has made himself known to all the world, that all the world can see and know that there is a God. And if people w- are willing and open to that, God will make sure he gets the message, the knowledge, home to them, and so it is like he says, uh, and he says uh, in, in the heavens he pitched a tent for the sun. What imagery? He pitched a tent. In other words, the whole sense is that at night the sun goes into a tent and 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 then it comes back out, and then it it, it emerges. It's like a bridegroom. He's chomping at the bit. He's happy now. He's he, he's 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 married to the love of of his life, and so he comes out ready to ch- to to chase the chase the the challenges of the day, or like a strong man rejoicing to run his course. He f- he feels the power, and the the sun is an image in in Ecclesiastes. Um, King Solomon uses a term twenty nine times under the sun. And, and that the sun is symbolic of the power of God, and it's the reminder. So then he says, beyond that, we have the revelation of God. God moved into time and space and spoke to the giants of history, people like Moses and Isaiah and David. And, of course, he would include um, Peter and, and Matthew and, and, and Rabbi Paul and uh and and by Torah, he means more than just the five books of Moses or the law. We tend to think of it that way, but it comes from the verb to instruct. And so he says, Torah Adonai, the law of the Lord is tamim. It is complete, perfect. In other words, it contains everything that we need in order to in order to to live. And so it has the effect of restoring the soul. You know, I, I know you. I know you. You guys do do a counseling and you minister to people on the air, and, and uh, you know you 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 share God's word, and and 
and that one of the things that you share, I hear you guys, you guys are so, um, uh, it's so impressive how you guys just remind people, turning to the Lord, he's the answer for everything. And, and so he says the, the Torah Tavonai is tamim, it restores the soul. The testimony, the edut of Adonai is trustworthy. And it is, it is, it is, it is reliable. I remember in, in the prophets, sometimes it talks about Egypt being like a, a staff made from reeds. If you lean on it, it'll, it, it, it'll collapse. They can't handle the weight. But the, but the word of the Lord, the testimonies of the Lord are trustworthy. And if you lean on it, it'll make you wise and it won't, it won't fail to, to hold, hold you up. Um, the precepts of Adonai are right, giving joy to the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure, giving light to the eyes. The fear of Adonai, the respect for the Lord, is clean, enduring forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and altogether righteous. There's, there's something so pure. There is no fault in God, and the Messiah is prophesied in the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. It says he will do he will do no violence, nor will any deceit be in his mouth. There's no overt or subtle sin in him, and he represents the 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 the, the, the Lord came. The Word became flesh. John one says the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And he says more precious than than, than gold. You know, you, there's so many advertisements for gold. Invest in gold. You can't, you know, you can't trust in in, in printed money and so on. Um, and so the, you you see commercials for the for the, for, for, for gold all, all the time. But this is God's word is more reliable than gold. Gold can melt. Gold can be contaminated. But it says, yeah, than much fine gold. It's sweeter than than honey than the drippings of the comb. He's talking about the richest honey, that, that there, there's a part of the comb, there, there's a part of the, 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 the honey in the, comb, in the comb that is the sweetest. And he says, by them your servant is warned, in keeping them there's great reward, there is a payoff. Um, you know, so Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith it is impossible to please God. But he who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he's the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So one is better off going to the Lord, trusting in the Lord than he could ever be without him. And so he says, who can discern his errors? Cleanse me. And the word for cleanse there, interestingly enough, is in the, um, is in, is in the PL stem. We, we talked about it earlier. Uh, the PL stem intensifies the meaning of the verb. So in the word, he's talking about deep cleanse me. He's not talking about just flaking off the dust. You know, he's talking about deep cleanse, getting down where the infection is and cleansing me deeply. Cleanse me of hidden faults and also keep me, keep your servant from, servant from willful sins. May they not have dominion over me. Then I will be blameless and free from the great Peshach, free from the great transgression. Transgression, Peshach, is the strongest word for sin in the Bible. There, is, there were no sacrifices for them 
under the Mosaic law, but the Messiah is described in Isaiah 53.5. He will be wounded for our rebellions, our transgressions. And, uh, and he says, and then this close, this last verse, I, the uh, uh, other day I read this in my quiet time, and this verse really hit me in a very strong way. May the words of my mouth and the meditation, haga is the verb. It means to mutter and to muse. It that doesn't mean uh, you sit on the bus and make strange noises. You know, it, it it means interaction. The things that I, the thoughts that I interact with and give a lot of play to in my life. And, and he says, he says, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, or the various things that I imagine and the things that I spend, I. I dwell on in, 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 in my in my private life be acceptable before you, O Lord, my rock, my strength, my redeemer. And the Lord is my strength, but He's my He's my, my, my redeemer. He's the one who pays the price for me that I couldn't possibly pay. And that's what that's what the Messiah Yeshua did. Um, and so to, to the point that Isaiah 53, 11 says that God will look on the suffering of his soul and be satisfied. There's nothing else to be added. He's my redeemer. He pays a price for me that I can't possibly pay. And I just hope that everybody tuned into the, our voices this morning has made that choice and has allowed, has cried out, God, redeem, Lord, you've already redeemed me. Now I ask you to apply that redemption to my life. Well, and I think that this begins really hearkening back to creation and then up to this final statement, which is really just saying, you know, let me remember this all the time. May my heart be acceptable in your light and recognizing that without the Lord, we have no stability no stability whatsoever. The rock, the redeemer, all of those things, they're just absolutely so vital for us to remember. We were talking about today in our scripture, Jeff, of James, to be sure that we make a distinction between whether or not we are going to flee from our sin and receive God's grace, or we're going to ignore our sin and receive judgment for it. Well, this is one of the ways that we remember to flee from that, that we recognize that he is the rock, the redeemer, that he has written the law, and that he has created all things. And this is really just a a beautiful psalm. I I love it. Thank you for unpacking it a little bit deeper. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. I wonder if I could... Oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. No, go ahead, Jeff. No, you go ahead. It's fine. Uh, uh, I was wondering if I could just say the blessing from Numbers 6 on the uh, on the people uh, listening in. This is a close to this. If you... Absolutely. would love that. Okay. This is from N- Numbers chapter 6. It's not a prayer. It's a blessing from God to the people. Yevarechecha Adonai v'yishmarecha. Yeer Adonai panavalecha v'yichonecha. Yisa Adonai panavalecha v'yisim lecha shalom. May Adonai, the Lord, bless you and guard you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face upon you and grant you shalom. 
in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Sar Shalom, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, the Administrator, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Well, I want to encourage everyone, first off, thank you for that blessing over us, but also I want to encourage people on Friday evening, 7.30, on Facebook at the Sha'arei Yeshua Messianic Jewish Congregation page, you can find Shabbat services mm-hmm. being uh, streamed online, but you can also go on YouTube and find Congregation Sha'arei Yeshua's YouTube channel. Yeah, I sat in on your services via online last week, Jeff, so it was wonderful. I I still want to visit in person. i got to do that. Mm -hmm. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Well, thank you for this. What I was going to say a few minutes ago is I was delighted that you chose this psalm, because this is, of all the psalms, my favorite psalm. So it made my day, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't want to say it was all about me today. That was all, but but thank you for this. Well, you just added you just added one more expression of gratitude, Kelly. One more thank you. You just oh, said. thank you. Yeah. Oh, there's two. Yeah, You're working on it. You're working on it. Oh, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Three. <laughs> Make him stop, Jeff. We're gonna keep track. You have authority as a rabbi. Make him stop. <laughs> I think he fired me. Oh, never. Never. I was just saying to Kelly earlier that when uh, we had the Michael Rydelnik event, it was it would have been back in 2020, just before, or 2019. Um, I told her, one of my favorite photographs, you, me, and him together at that, uh, at that little soiree we had there. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a good the picture. soiree of all soirees. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jeff, we'll we'll let you get on with your day, but thank you for spending time with us, and uh, hopefully we'll be connecting, I I guess, in a couple of weeks or so, sometime after Thanksgiving. You have a great Thanksgiving. Yes. You too. All right. God bless you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life.